So I just got done listening to a podcast from the guys over at Mind Pump Media. If you haven't heard anything from them, I highly recommend them. they got some great uh, episodes out there. Been around for a long time, so check them out if you haven't. But one of their more recent episodes, they interviewed Dr. Sean Baker, who is the leading advocate of the carnivore diet. And yep, it's exactly what it sounds like. Carnivore diet, strictly meat-based. Um... So at first, you know, glance or first hearing of it, obviously you'd probably be pretty skeptic and go, well, isn't this just the Atkins diet? Then we learn uh, from that. But he he really makes some compelling arguments, and he's I've actually kind of grown to like him. I've heard him now on, on three different kind of health and performance-related podcasts that he was, like I said, most recently with the Mind Pump Media guys. He was on the Joe Rogan experience, uh, and then I also heard him on the Better Human Project with Ryan Muncy a couple weeks back, where he did kind of a joint podcast with Mike Nelson, who is kind of a big ketogenic advocate as well. So I've now heard him on, again, three separate podcasts, all within the last couple of months. So this this diet that he's promoting has also kind of gained a lot of popularity as of recent, and... So that's really what each one of these different episodes has really done, is just kind of picked his brain a little bit and asked him questions on it, asked him questions on his background, and he's kind of unique. He's not just some self-made nutrition expert. He is was a former orthopedic surgeon, so he is a medical doctor. He has an actual degree. He worked in you know Western medicine for a long time. He was a very successful orthopedic surgeon. Um, so again, again, it's not like he's just some Joe Schmo. He's very well educated. But what I really like about these different episodes that I've heard him in is he's very open-minded and down-to-earth and realistic about it. He's by no means an extremist. He's not dogmatic about it. He is not an absolutist. He just says this diet has worked for him it's worked for hundreds of other people just based on testimonials at this point Uh, but again there's definitely some overlaps to what we see with the ketogenic diet and they have some some pretty big similarities the biggest one being that they are very very low carbohydrate almost next to nothing Uh, and one of the things that gets brought up in this particular episode from mind pump media was whether or not the benefits that people see from a car- carnivore diet and potentially even the ketogenic diet, are they actually because meat and, and high-fat diets are good for you? And that's why people are feeling better and, and losing weight and experiencing all these health benefits? Or is it because you're not eating as much processed foods, carbohydrates, you know, starchy carbohydrates, processed carbohydrates, different grains, and things like that, that Maybe people just don't tolerate very well. Maybe they even have some some dietary intolerances to or sensitivities to, and they're just kind of chronically inflamed or or chronically just not responding well so that when they start eliminating them from their diet like they would in a ketogenic diet or this carnivore diet, then again, they, they feel better. So it's really difficult to pinpoint the exact mechanism or reason why that could happen. But again, it's really just interesting to at least think about it. Uh, so I, I even just started jotting down some notes because this, this particular episode with Dr. Vapor really gets into a lot more than just what the carnivore diet is. So they really kind of dive through some of his experiences within the healthcare field. And again, whether or not you believe in the carnivore diet, you, you have to at least appreciate 
his thoughts and opinions on this, but also a lot of his insight from within the healthcare system. So one of the things that he makes a big point of is when we even define something as healthy or look at what is health, if we look at a lot of the standard tests and practices within Western medicine, you know, we rely heavily on certain biomarkers and lab tests. And again, those are, are somewhat highly variable. Oftentimes they're overemphasized. Sometimes they get misinterpreted and we might be missing the bigger picture. So he is much more of an advocate of how do you look? How do you feel? How are you performing? Do you believe you're healthy? And listening to those kind of signs and symptoms a lot more than a certain lab test, you know, high cholesterol levels or something like that is just an example. He also kind of goes into touch on the fact that the healthcare system or the healthcare industry obviously has somewhat of an inherent conflict of interest, right? They're only going to be successful in generating revenue if people continue to be sick. Not, he, he by no means is suggesting that there's some malicious, you know, conspiracy at work here, but just the fact that, again, Western medicine is very focused on managing symptoms and, you know, very, very good at traumatic and emergency situation types of medicine, right? They are top-notch in the world that's pretty undeniable but their ability to manage chronic diseases and also serve as kind of a preventative healthcare industry is certainly lacking a little bit and could definitely we, we can do better and that kind of extends to a lot of the standard government recommendations that are really out there for a lot of dietary practices exercise recommendations they're just not really working they're certainly not as effective as we would like them to be or need them to be you know, some of that might be because they're misguided, uh, they're outdated information. But then on top of that, we also can't blame them completely because as a society where we don't have a lot of self-control, we don't adhere to a lot of these dietary recommendations, we certainly don't follow a lot of the activity guidelines. So again, it's not completely to blame these activity guidelines, but we can do better with these recommendations, whether it's more individualized approaches to nutritional recommendations or again, our, our generic exercise recommendations as a whole could really go through a significant overhaul, right? There's not nearly enough focus or emphasis on the importance of strength training and mobility work, especially for older adult populations. A lot of times we're so fearful and cautious with those populations when they're the ones that could literally be benefiting the most from a strength training regimen. It would absolutely extend their life it would improve the quality of their life and help them to remain there a certain level of autonomy so that they could continue to live independently for that much longer. So again, those things could definitely need some work and some change. But really just take on with this particular episode and the other ones that I've listened to with doc, Dr. Baker, again, by no means is, is he take a dogmatic approach. I just like how open he is with this. He doesn't really push the dot at anyone. He just says, try it. If it makes you feel better, keep trying it for a while. See if it keeps working and keeps helping you feel better. Because if you feel better, if you perform better, uh, you look better, or some of your chronic issues are going away, the, the diet's probably helping a little bit. And a lot of the big arguments that he makes for the carnivore diet is that meat, in particular, has really all the nutrients that we need. Great, high-quality sources of protein good sources of healthy fats in the diet, very rich in minerals. So those are really the big things that the diet has to offer, even you know, collagen content and things like that, that offer a lot of health benefits. And 
a lot of things that people don't necessarily consume on a regular basis. So by maybe potentially switching to this diet, again, he promotes that it can maybe help correct some of those nutrient deficiencies that people might have, provide them more of these essential building blocks that they need to build healthy muscle tissue, connective tissue, bone structure, and, and things like that. So I by no means am, am promoting this carnivore diet, but I, I certainly think it's intriguing and it's interesting to listen to him listen to him speak on the behalf of this diet so i don't know uh, obviously again it's it's a little bit more of an extreme version of ketogenic so it will also come with the same limitations and, and pitfalls of the ketogenic diet meaning it's very restrictive not a lot of variety um, logistically and feasible and, and you know, logistically it might be challenging adherence might be an issue there's always going to be the social implications of you might look like a bit of a freak every time you go up to dinner and you just have a big T-bone steak. Not that that's necessarily a bad thing, I guess. Who, who can argue with that? But eating steak literally three or four times a day might get old. Or, again, it might not be socially acceptable depending on what kind of situations you happen to be in. So, again, those are always going to be inherent restrictions or, you know, I would, again, argue pitfalls of this kind of dietary approach. But, again, it's certainly intriguing. I'm curious to see what happens with them, if it will follow the same path as kind of the Atkins diet or what's going to happen with it. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever give it a shot. You know, I've played around with ketogenic diets here and there, and those are a bit challenging, so I can't imagine going one step further and completely cutting out fruits and vegetables. Uh, but I don't know. Again, certainly interesting. So check it out. If you haven't, at least check out one of these episodes with Dr. Baker. See what you think. I just, again, thought it was kind of an intriguing episode. This one in particular because it does cover a lot more widespread topics than just a carnivore diet. And uh, even if we just kind of look at the show notes from the Mind Pump Media guys, they, they really dive into a lot of different topics. Um, so great episode. Check it out if you have time. That's just kind of my two cents on this one.